When I was 13, I never thought that I'd make it to 18. Partly because I was a depressed little kid, but it was also my beliefs about death. What 13-year-old me was beginning to comprehend was that just as life is uncertain, death is equally as uncertain. I was incredibly aware of the brevity of life and the suddenness of death. In some ways, I feared it, but in other ways, I looked forward to it. As I've learned more about life and philosophy, I find myself meditating on death more and more frequently. I find the thought process both exciting and humbling. My new perspective on death has helped me cope with the hardships of daily life, so I want to share that with you in hopes that you can live a more fulfilled life by making peace with death. If you're new here, my name is Energy, and you're listening to the Wooless Woman podcast, which focuses on self-help through a secular, scientific, and philosophical lens. If you want to create a better you without the woo-woo, then you're in the right place. But remember, this is just my opinion as one of 7.9 billion people living on a floating rock in the middle of nowhere. So if I know anything, it's that I know nothing at all. But if you do find this podcast helpful, make sure to give me a review in Apple or Spotify. Otherwise, let's get into the episode. When you think of dying, what do you think? What timeline do you give yourself? Does a certain age pop up? Many people envision growing to 70 or 80 years old and wrinkling away. Or if you're like 13-year-old me, you thought your timeline was just a few years. Rarely do we think of death as a thing that will happen tomorrow or even today, but why not? 120 people die per minute. By the end of this podcast episode, over 1,000 people will have died. For most of them, it came by complete surprise. So how certain are you that it won't be you in this next minute or day? And does the life you live this moment reflect that impending reality? The philosopher Seneca helps offer a more practical view of the timeline of our deaths by saying, What man can you show me who places any value on his time, who reckons the worth of each day, who understands that he is dying daily? For we are mistaken when we look forward to death. The major portion of death has already passed. Whatever years be behind us, are in death's hands. I love this quote and I loved it since I first heard it because the idea that we are dying every day is one that most people don't realize. We're raised to view death as a singular far off event rather than a process that we're going through. Is life a one-time event or is it something that happens every day? We're not just born and then that is life. No, every day we are living. And what if we changed our thinking to view death the same? Every day we're dying just as every day we're living. Like a candle, once lit, even though it burns, dims with each minute that passes. I'm actually thinking of that being my next tattoo, some kind of dimming candle. (laughs) But why is it important to shift our thinking from death being an event to it being a process we are going through. Well, if we think that the end is coming in 50 years, what urgency will that lend us today? 
absolutely none. 50 years is far enough away that wasting one day doesn't matter. That giving one day to a job we hate, to a mood that doesn't serve us, to Netflix, which keeps increasing their cost, okay, to drama, or to anything that doesn't fulfill us, it matters less when we view our life as 50 years in the making. Why should we feel any sense of urgency to live when we continue fooling ourselves into believing that we have 30, 40, or 50 years left to do it? No. Each day we are dying. Each day the process of death becomes closer to finishing. Each minute we are not more alive, but rather more dead. Each day, we have less and less time to do what sets our souls on fire. Every breath we take is a breath stolen from us and given over to death. Death is not a far-off event, but rather a process in which we unwillingly participate in every day. In physics, there's something called entropy, which is an observable process in which the atoms of an object over time descend into chaos and disorder. This is the physics, okay? And this is no different with the atoms that make up the bodies that we use every day. I mean, we can see this with our health or our bones or our skin. Life is constantly headed to a state of disorder, chaos, and ultimately death. Which is why in this society, we value youth and youthfulness and being young so much so that we don't have to think about the fact that every day we are dying. The denial of this basic, albeit overwhelming, truth leads us to believe that everything is orderly, predictable. We start to create plans for tomorrow and for five years from now, ten years from now. We start to put off to tomorrow what could be done today until one day the hand of death smacks us out of our oblivion and into the ground to rot in a pool of our regrets. I know that's a little morbid, okay, but it needs to be said. So what changes when we come to terms with the fact that we are dying every day? And how can we use this as a power that motivates us to live each day fully? How can this philosophy set us apart from other people who are mindlessly wasting their days with unfulfilling pastimes? Well, we can do this by becoming clear on what a life well-lived means. Ask yourself, if I were to die in seven days, what would I want my days to look like today? When we are clear about what our true desires are, we can start to build a life that corresponds with our dreams. Some might say, well, I have this to do or that to do or to go to or whatever. Sure, but you also have death looming over you ready to smack the hell out of you at any moment. Do you really want to make excuses? I don't, personally. Instead, become clear then research how you can live that life. And it could be something as simple as I just want to watch the sunset or talk with my loved ones or write a beautiful story that my grandkids get to read one day. Maybe they'll be listening to this podcast. <laughs> or it could be something more like I want to go to Paris. I want to start a nonprofit. Anything. Ask yourself, what could I do today to make myself proud before I die, then find the small ways in which you can start doing that. Do those things without fear because most people operate from a fear-focused mentality. If you're scared of something, be scared of dying without ever having lived. Seneca, one of my favorite philosophers, says, you want to live, but do you know how to live? 
You're scared of dying and tell me, is this kind of life you lead really any different than being dead? Look, I'm not saying to go jump off a bridge, okay, or do something crazy. But at some point, you need to stop being scared of all the what ifs. Wake up and do this damn thing that we call life. Because either way, death is going to do you every day without your permission. This is why you have to give yourself the permission to live life without fear in order to build the life that you desire. Another quote from Seneca says, You act like mortals in all that you fear and like immortals in all that you desire. This means that when it comes to things that can go wrong and all, all of a sudden we have this sense of, oh, I could die, I could die, what if I die doing that? But when it comes to things that we want, things that we desire, all of a sudden you think you have all the time in the world. No, you got to keep that same energy. Be clear on what you'd like and then act with urgency. The worst thing that could happen is that you live a life that you're extremely proud of. Something that 90% of the world would never do. How could you lose? I also use this focus on death to remind myself not to worry about things that don't need to be worried about. Again, if in seven days I'm going to die... Will this person looking at me crazy, looking at me the wrong way, really matter? We have to allocate our mental and emotional energy to things that are worth it. I personally recommend the book, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It talks about the fact that we have a limited amount of fucks to give out and we need to choose wisely, especially if every day could be our last day. This annoying person is not even going to have the privilege of taking up my mental energy energy on my last day Mm -mm. we do this so that we can focus on building a life well lived and not a life well worried to summarize this episode we learned that death is not a far-off event but a constant process we unwillingly participate in every day the process could be complete at any moment and for this reason We should make a conscious effort to live a life that aligns with our deepest desires instead of putting them off for tomorrow. We can use this to be more present and show up more fully for the things that matter most to us. We don't get stuck on autopilot like most people, and we don't let our lives dip into bitterness, hate, jealousy, or anger for too long. We don't behave as if we will live forever so to conclude this i encourage you to think of death more frequently i personally think of it every damn day because again we're dying every day it's not a far-off event it's happening to us right now as you listen to this don't think of it as some scary event but think of it as a neutral reality death is as life is it just is in the end it's not death that a person should fear but rather never beginning to live. I hope that you can use this philosophy in your daily life to live a life that you are proud of and to live life more fully, to live and not just exist. If you like this podcast, make sure to leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and I will talk to you in the next episode.